You're listening to the Quince podcast. The AstraZeneca vaccine, which is known as COVID Shield, has been deployed against COVID-19 in at least 115 countries for several months now. However, the vaccine has now come under the scanner after several European countries and Australia reported rare blood clotting disorders associated with its administration, which has now resulted in several countries like Denmark temporarily suspending its use. And the AstraZeneca vaccine is not alone in reporting such type of rare blood clots. The single-shot Johnson & Johnson vaccine, which works similar to the AstraZeneca vaccine as a viral vector vaccine, has also been paused by the Center for Disease Control and the FDA in the United States after six cases of rare blood clot-related disorders were reported. The stakes are enormous, especially for a country like India where 90% of the inoculations are done with Covishield and the country reporting more than a lakh fresh cases every day for the past week. Public trust in the vaccine is more important than ever. So for today's episode, we will go through the complications with the AstraZeneca vaccine, what caused the suspension of the Johnson Johnson vaccine and how significant are these concerns. To discuss all this for today's episode you will hear from Dr K Srinath Reddy a cardiologist and epidemiologist and the president of the Public Health Foundation of India. You're tuned in to the big story the podcast where we dissect the headline making news for you and I'm your host Emmat. So let's start with the concerns that have surfaced so far against these vaccines especially AstraZeneca. According to media and medical regulator reports, the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine can in very rare cases cause a disorder characterized by blood clots and low platelet counts. In Europe, at least 222 suspected cases have been reported among 34 million people who have received their first dose of this vaccine. These reported blood clots have resulted in the vaccine being temporarily suspended in Denmark. Apart from Denmark, other countries like Germany, France, Italy, Spain, and Australia have also suspended the vaccine in the past and have now resumed it, restricting it to specific age populations only. In the case of Johnson Johnson, which is a single dose vaccine, six recipients in the United States developed a rare disorder involving blood clots with about two weeks of vaccination. All six recipients were women. between the ages of 18 to 48 and one woman has also died these concerns raise the following question are these blood clot cases however rare they are enough reason to pause the administration of johnson and johnson and the astrazeneca vaccine dr k shrinath reddy the president for the public health foundation of india vaisen well uh, this particular complication has been reported earlier with the astrazeneca vaccine and that caused a fair amount of international stir with the vaccine having been stopped for some time initially in some countries then repermitted and again stopped in denmark today completely and some countries had actually said that people under 55 or under 60 different countries had different age limits should not be given this vaccine even there in europe it was noted that these complications which are extremely rare but can be quite serious did occur more predominantly in young women some young men too were affected but mostly in young people 
and mostly under 55 years of age, and again, mostly in women. What made it extremely unusual was the nature of the events. These people had blood clotting in unusual locations in one of the venous sinuses of the brain, and also in the large veins draining the intestines and other abdominal organs. Uh, venous thrombosis do occur in various places, but these are not the usual sites. The usual sites are in the deep veins of the leg. For example, when somebody takes a long flight, that's where it happens. But the second element is that in the blood, the platelet count was very low. The platelets are cells which are usually circulating in the blood and help to increase the clotting, not decrease the clotting. So particularly on the arterial side, whenever there is an injury to the arterial wall, they go and try and plug it. And even otherwise elsewhere too, when there's bleeding, the platelets participate in the overall clotting process. On the venous side, the clotting process is more the responsibility of clotting factors, which are proteins circulating in the blood, but all of them act together. Now, instead of having more bleeding, if somebody has more clotting, that too on the venous side, it's a very unusual occurrence. And initially there was a question as to whether these are even linked to the vaccines. But after looking at the relationship, it became clear over a period of time in Europe that certainly these were linked to the AstraZeneca vaccination, even though rare. And now with that information in the background, when the Johnson & Johnson vaccine also demonstrated the same feature, almost an identical feature, again, most in young women, uh, it didn't take too long to put uh, both of them together and say, okay, already Europe has learned the lesson that you have to be cautious about this vaccine in certain age groups in women. So let us proactively do it, but we'll examine. I mean, even in US, it's a pause. It's not a complete stop, but nevertheless, the breaks have been applied as of now. These are all what we call virus vector vaccines. These are vaccines where the code for a DNA, the DNA code uh, for the spike protein is carried by a so-called harmless virus, which is an adenovirus. In the case of the AstraZeneca, it is a chimpanzee virus. In the case of the uh, Johnson & Johnson virus, it is a human virus. Now, where is the fault? Is it in the DNA that has suddenly come loose and is causing the problem, which sometimes is known to happen? Or is it in the adenovirus per se? Uh, what exactly is happening? Nobody really seems to know. But the fact that they are all virus vector vaccines involving an adenovirus puts all of them into the same category of suspicion. As Dr. Reddy stated, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine and AstraZeneca operate in a similar fashion. Consequently, the concerns regarding these two vaccines are now also extended to the most recently approved vaccine in India, Russia's Sputnik V, which is also a viral vector vaccine. The Gamelia Center, the Russian research lab that developed Sputnik V, has defended the vaccine, stating that a comprehensive analysis of adverse events during clinical trials and over the course of mass vaccinations with Sputnik V showed that there were no cases of clots. According to Dr. Reddy, since Sputnik V has also been rolled out to several other countries and no reports have come forth so far 
we can only keep a watch out for it for now. Well, Sputnik vaccine has been used internationally. They have not reported any events, but you could well ask, well, are the Russians forthcoming with all the information? It is possible that you could raise that kind of a question, unfair as it may be, or fair as it may be, about what's happening in Russia. But the vaccine is also being distributed to a number of other countries, including some European countries. Right. Uh, Hungary and others have taken that vaccine. So if there was such a problem there, it would have surfaced by now. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't keep a watch out for it. We must keep a watch out for it. Now, moving to the bigger question, which is, have there been any blood clot cases relating to AstraZeneca, which is also known as Covishield, reported in India? According to an AFP report dated 14 April, the National COVID-19 Task Force of India is considering quote-unquote all adverse events regarding Covishield. Mr. N.K. Arora, a member of the task force, told AFP that there are quote-unquote no immediate concerns because the number of such events in India relative to the population is quote-unquote very, very low. Now, given the fact that as of 16th April, over 11 crore people have been vaccinated in India, and the majority of these vaccinations were Covishield. Given the number of vaccine recipients so far and the reported blood clot cases in other countries, the following question arises. Is our healthcare system monitoring these post-vaccination symptoms enough? Dr. Reddy weighs in on why any such events or cases may not have been reported in India so far. We do not know because this is an autoimmune reaction. Are there certain factors that are operating in the European or Caucasian population which are not seen in India. And therefore, why is the autoimmune tendency much more among young women of that particular uh, ethnicity? We do not know. Uh, uh, we ought to really examine. Uh, of course, we must ensure that any adverse events are fully identified and cataloged and analyzed. And therefore, I think they've also recently just put out another adverse event reporting form in which they are putting in more of these uh, safeguards so that the cases do not go unreported. Uh, because previously, the adverse events were more generically uh, structured for some of the childhood and other vaccines. But we must certainly keep searching for them if they do occur. But in general, in India, if these events occur, and occur in substantial numbers because of the clinical curiosity of such cases, the doctors will be reporting, even if the government is not picking them up. So, so far, we haven't heard a hue and cry on any of these. These blood clot cases have been reported to be caused by the vaccine. But can blood clots be caused by anything else? Yes, they can be. Blood clots are formed in response to injuries and can also be caused by many illnesses, including cancer and genetic disorders, certain drugs, and prolonged sitting or bed rest. Dr. Reddy weighs in on the other factors which can cause blood clots. While it's very true that thrombosis on the venous side and on the arterial side in particular are much, uh, free, much more frequent in uh, women who smoke and uh, women who take uh, oral contraceptives, particularly smokers who take oral contraceptives are particularly at a risk of high uh, thrombosis and clotting events. But here we have seen that there are antibodies against the platelets. Smoking doesn't cause that. Oral contraceptives don't cause that. They make changes in the coagulation factors. They do that. But these antiplatelet antibodies are an autoimmune reaction. Therefore, to 
look for an explanation in only other conditions is probably incorrect here. Whether they contributed additionally, we cannot say. But obviously, this is an autoimmune reaction. Antibodies have been demonstrated. And therefore, the pathology appears to be somewhat different. So let's come to the larger picture. Given the quote-unquote very, very low number of these adverse vaccine side effects, both in the case of AstraZeneca and Johnson & Johnson, should inoculations be paused altogether? Given the fact that vaccines are still the number one way to curb the number of cases and prevent hospitalizations due to the virus, Dr. Reddy weighs in on this debate. As often happens with many things, much can be said on both sides. But let me take a position on this. In terms of trying to immunize as many people as possible. Yes, we must try and proceed with the vaccination. And yes, this is a very rare event. But for the person who is affected and the family which is affected, it is a terrible event. Therefore, till you get to the bottom of it, there is no harm in pausing and investigating. And in any case, if you want to stop transmission, there are other methods that we know right now to stop transmission. That is, wear masks and do not get into crowds. As simple as that. Therefore, use a, and, and in the West, they have access to other vaccines. They have Pfizer, Moderna. So I think it is prudent to give a little pause and examine what's going on, not scaring everybody, but saying that we are exercising due diligence. Because if a 40-year-old woman dies because of this complication, then it's a tragedy for the family. And you do not know which one is going to have that complication. If there was a predictor, that's fine. So I think it is, fa it is fairly okay over there to give the temporary pause. With over 2.17 lakh fresh COVID-19 cases reported in the last 24 hours, we are well within the second wave. So if you step out, mask up, maintain social distancing and keep washing your hands. If you have any questions regarding COVID-19 treatments and vaccines, please head to the Quint Fit and the Quint websites. You can also catch all our coverage regarding coronavirus on all our social media handles. If you like listening to this episode, please subscribe to The Big Story for episodic updates. We're available on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, GeoSavan, and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quint website and for any feedback, please shoot an email to podcast at thequint.com. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quint website and check out our other podcasts. 